Welcome to the Momfully You podcast. I'm your host, Chastity Holcomb, a trauma therapist, a fellow high-achieving mama, and after years of my clinical experience helping hundreds of people recover from unhealthy family cycles, I'm here to help moms transform what it means to be an emotionally healthy mom in your family. I believe the generations shift when moms heal. So on this podcast, I'm going to walk you through how to do it all while honoring God in the process. So come on in, grab a blanket, and let's lean all the way in. As long as you're alive, you're going to make mistakes. It is what it is. We all make mistakes. We're human. It's a part of that dependence on God because if we were perfect, we wouldn't need him. If that's true, then perfecting motherhood is not the goal of healing. The goal of healing is to gain the tools and the safety to course correct, right? So that trauma doesn't repeat itself. All of that to say that while you hurt your children, while that is something that will happen, hurt doesn't mean traumatize. And I think in the era of having um, information all around you, where lots of people are talking about trauma and lots of people are talking about childhood wounds, and it could put you in this position to be like, so I can't do nothing. <laughs> okay. I, I'm just going to mess my kid. Is this... Am I doomed to this? I think it's um it's important for us to hear stories, right, of, of giving context around things. But it's also um, good to be in contact with or hear stories of folks who don't have dysfunctional relationships with their parents. And not to look at those relationships as like, dang, well, I didn't have that must be nice. But more of hope that it is possible for you to have a healthy relationship, maybe hurt your kids because mistakes happen, but don't actually traumatize them. Because I believe when I'm talking to folks that have healthy relationships with their parents and what they'll say is my parents weren't perfect by any means, but they blah, 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 blah. Usually that blah, 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 blah is they were able to do this one specific thing that we're going to talk about today that didn't keep them functioning out of that hurt, right? Or then turning into trauma. We've talked about before how there's a difference between hurt and injury, right? You bang your toe up against your bedroom bed frame. A lot of us do that, right? And we do it more than once, sometimes within a month, okay? If you're lucky, you do it once a quarter. And it's almost like you just, how did the bed frame get so big? Like how... I know it's always there every day, but like <laughs> it wasn't there the last time I walked in this area. Anyway, you, you bang your toe up against this, the bed frame and it hurts. There's pain that is there. But for most of us, that pain doesn't continue to happen every day, right? It doesn't impact the way that we walk. It hurt. It's like, okay, I can breathe through it. I can move. Um, I can move on without it still impacting the way that I walk or the way that I see uh, my bed. But if there is a true injury there, right, you, you bump your toe, then that uh, breaks your toe. 
somehow you stumble and fall down the steps, just go with me, okay? Imagine. You fall down the steps and now not only is your toe broken, but your leg is broken. And instead of you going to the doctor to get treatment for the injury that has occurred or multiple injuries that have occurred, you're just like, ah, I'll be all right. I mean, I'm a little, I'm in a little pain, but I'm gonna take this Advil. I'm gonna take this ibuprofen. I'm gonna attack the symptoms and not actually the root. So then not only do you have these injuries against your toe and your leg now, you don't even want to go, you don't even want to have a bed frame anymore. Take the bed frame away because that is actually the problem. So take the bed frame away. I just want, give me a, a blow up bed because I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with something that injured me this bad. Hurt gives you pain in the moment. Injury gives you pain for a lifetime. Injury impacts the way you walk, talk, interact with every everybody else around you. Injury puts you in a position to avoid situations that mimic, look like, or bring up fear that take you back to that moment of the injury. Hurt versus injury, right? So what separates you from hurting your children and traumatizing them? One word, repair. I will never forget, I was um, in a session with a client and she was walking me through some of her fears related to passing down the trauma to her um, child. And she told me, you know, I fear that I'm going to become the one that hurts her, traumatizes her, um, gives her this wound. And I don't want to do that. And she walked me through a scenario where her daughter was able to come to her and tell her, um, that she, she didn't like what happened. She didn't like the yelling or whatever it was in that scenario that the mom did at the time. And I said, well, hold on. Did you ever feel safe enough to go to your mom and tell her about your feelings in the moment? She broke down in tears. No. Thank you so much for pointing that out. It never occurred to me that I have developed a, a level of safety for my child to come to me with her deepest pain, even related to me. And that safety allows me to repair. Yes, that's shifting the generation right there. Repair does three things. Okay, keep this in mind. Repair is a verbal acknowledgement of your child's feelings. It doesn't skip over the fact that your child is in emotional pain. So if your child comes to you and they say something very specific about their hurt or pain, you say, oh, it looks like I upset you or hurt you. Or you apologize beforehand, right? Mommy had a rough morning. Last night was a little rough, wasn't it? Right? There's verbal acknowledgement about your child's feeling. I can see that that upset you. I can see that that made you sad or it looks like you're upset about that. Acknowledgement of your child's feeling, feelings. That's number one. Two is verbally taking accountability for your actions. I let my emotions get to a point to where they were so big. I didn't know how to manage, manage them in the moment. I did that. When I yelled, I was out of control of my emotions. I was not able to pull them back in. And I can see that that hurt you. Acknowledgements of your actions. Third one is being intentional with rerouting your behaviors. Next time mommy's going to do X, Y, and Z, right? And I'll just add a little fourth one in there. 
appreciation towards your child for bringing those hard feelings to you. Thank you so much for telling me that, for sharing that with me. It probably was hard for you to say that. That provides a level of safety that provides this well-rounded repair that keeps the hurt in the moment and doesn't create it to be an injury. Because for a lot of folks who come from uh, parents that were emotionally immature, if you did feel that initial safety to go to your parent and tell them, I didn't like that, or that wasn't fair, or whatever emotion you had in the moment, usually what happens is it's dismissed. They don't acknowledge that those are your true valid feelings, first of all. They don't take accountability for their actions. I didn't do that. That's not what I said, or that's not what I meant. So it's like a denial of your feelings and their actions. And then they don't change the behavior because they don't actually see that what they did was wrong. It's too painful to see that what they did was wrong. Right. So there's no repair that happens. And when this happens over and over and over again, that hurt turns into an injury. There's no repair. There's no treatment for the wound, for the incident. And then that creates a wound. Right. Um, quick story, my, um, girls share a room, they're four and five, they share a room together and they have been since they were super young. Um, they're close in age. They're always around each other. So they just share a room. Well, lately I would say maybe the last year and a half it's been chaotic. Okay. And if your kids are old enough to share a room or, and they share a room, you probably know what I'm talking about. Okay. Bedtime is a little chaotic. So one of the things that we did to calm down the chaos was we put one, uh, our oldest down to bed first, and then the youngest stayed with us while the oldest went to sleep. And then we would take her in there. Well, we noticed that the oldest was, um, having tantrums. She was having a lot of big emotions whenever that separation happened. So we'd read some books, say, okay, good night, Judah. We're going to go in the room with Ellis. And she would have a lot of big emotions, screaming loud. What's going on? You know? And then um, one day, one day she was with her dad and she was screaming. I came into the room and I just said, okay, babe, I'll take it from here. You know, trade, tag, I, I got it. And I sat down next to her and I just gave her a hug and I said, baby, what happened? And she just cried. She gave the most um, innocent cry. Like I, I knew that that was a cry of hurt and not a cry of quote unquote acting out, which I don't necessarily believe in. I believe our children's tears and their tantrums and their behaviors are messages to us. If only we'd listen past what we see. So I, I, I knew that her tears were out of pain. And so I just sat with her for a little bit and I repeated myself, baby, what happened? And she said, I want to go in mommy and daddy's room too. Why does Ellie get to do that? And it hit me. She felt that it was unfair. She felt like the younger sister was getting a treatment that she didn't get. And she was feeling left out. So I verbalized that, right? Oh, baby. It sounds like you feel left out that Ellis gets to be with mommy and daddy. I affirmed her. I can see how you feel that way. Let mommy tell you that you, that Ellis is no special than you are, that you're both special. And I explained to her why we separated them. And it wasn't because we wanted to be with the one 
more than we wanted to be with the other, right? And then I apologize, right? Mommy hurt your feelings. We hurt your feelings when we did that separation and it told you something that we didn't mean. I'm so sorry. And then we came up with a plan so that that feeling didn't continue. Um, And let me tell you, as soon as we put the plan in action, bedtimes got like 90% better. And I'm looking at my husband like, why we didn't try this sooner? (laughs) I think that gives an eye view of the mistakes that we make intention. I mean, unintentionally, right? We think we have the best interest. It's like, okay, this seems simple to us. We ain't got to feel with that. The other one goes to sleep, blah, blah, blah. Do a few painting over here. Da, 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 da. But our actions can be harmful, even if we don't mean for them to be harmful, but having an open perspective that this actually um, is creating a door for hurt to happen and not only hurt, but injury. Say we continue to see our oldest behavior as being defiant or disobedient and, you know, her screams as she's just doing too much at bedtime. And we already tired and worried. You know how it gets at bedtime. You're just ready to go to bed. And we saw that as her acting out. Just, Be quiet. You need to go to sleep. Everybody's tired, right? No, we, you know, she's doing this and you got to do that. And we never took the time to truly see how she felt or validated how she felt. She could be walking around every day thinking, my parents care more about my younger sibling than they do me. Maybe you felt that way. That your parents cared more about one sibling than they did you. Maybe that's that wasn't in their intention. Some parents, you know, they have their favorites or they have their... They gear towards the one that gives them less problems. And if you've been targeted as the problem child, then you may have gotten treated differently. But what did that, what belief did that instill in you? Not only did it hurt in the moment, but it's an injury that has lasted up until now. Hurt versus injury. It's not the same thing. You hurting your children um, can be repaired so that it doesn't become trauma. That you are the generational shifter that you've always saw yourself as, but didn't know how to practically be it because you didn't have the model, right? Um, Being aware and open to making a mistake, being wrong about something. If you start it now when they're little, as they become preteens and teens and on up into adulthood, you've already have the the um, appetite and the rhythm of maybe I didn't get it right. It trains them. Train is like, you know, one of those words because they're not dogs, right? But you condition them. <laughs> you build a safety for them and the opportunity for them to come to you with their pain towards you or comes from you rather. And it gives you the opportunity to repair. If your kids don't feel safe to bring those things to you, then you don't have the opportunity to repair and the hurt turns into an injury. We are repairers, you and I. We are generational shifters. Doing a lot of this work can feel uncomfortable because we don't have the model. And you're, you're the first one to dip your toe in this water of healing. But once you're in it and you learn how to swim, I believe it will help you do the very thing that you want to do. You don't have to fear 
traumatizing your children. Just because you see it all over the internet, you have your own experience of it, you have friends that talk about, you know, this is the way my, and you're all around you thinking, (laughs) oh, I'm going to traumatize my kids. That doesn't have to be your story. It truly doesn't. It truly doesn't. Repair with yourself so that you can repair with your children. It's a healing journey, step by step. And walking through this um, could be the thing that shifts things for you and for your children. I love to support you in being able to separate the difference and defining that difference between hurting your children and traumatizing them. Book a free call with me so we can talk about how I can support you in doing that. So you are the person that you want to be. I believe you already are that. You just have to step into it. You just have to realize the tools that are within your reach, right? The guidance that is within your reach to be able to do it. All right, momfulyou.com backslash coaching to get started. And I will see you then. Thank you so much for stopping by today to chat with me about separating hurting your children from traumatizing them. I cannot wait for us to be able to do this again, but until then, take care.